Hey everybody, welcome to the V1 Church Podcast. Have you ever heard the phrase, what's in a name? Well, as it turns out, plenty. I want you to buckle your seatbelts because this is a powerful message from Pastor Mike Signorelli called, Do You Know Your Real Name? And make sure to listen all the way through. I'll meet you on the other side. Hey everyone, this is Mike Signorelli, the lead pastor of V1 Church, welcoming you. I'm so excited that you decided to join us today. And you know, we always say welcome home, but the reality is like we're probably in your home, but you know, there's something about putting pause on your whole life and just saying, hey, I wanna create an atmosphere of church in my home. And so I can't wait to preach this word to you today. And uh, there's so many familiar faces that are joining in right now. Can we just welcome each other in the comments? Go ahead and share this. Matter of fact, if you share this right now, the most number of people can see it for the duration of the sermon. And I believe that you can have like a holy hijack where you hit that share button and the Holy Spirit ensures that the algorithm works for the kingdom and friends and family members. Like maybe there's somebody right now, like like just get in to this faith, like this faith bubble with me right now, okay? This atmosphere of faith. Maybe there's someone that you know, a friend or a family member that's literally on their way to cheat right now. But if you share this broadcast and they, they just stumble upon it, the Lord can speak something into their life and divert that demonic destiny. Come on, I'm telling you, this is what happens when you share these broadcasts. I was just asking the team, like, what can happen during this broadcast? They said, well, maybe somebody is gonna be in an abusive, toxic home. And then they hear the word of the Lord and they say, today I had enough. I'm gonna walk out of this situation. But those things happen because we get this algorithm them working for the kingdom and we tell Zuckerberg what to do with this sermon, show it to more people. So go ahead and hit that share button because quite literally somebody's destiny is depending on it. Hey, maybe you're one of those random people that's watching right now and you're like, who is this bald-headed Italian bearded man screaming at me on a microphone? Listen, this is one of those undeniable moments in your life. This is what the world calls serendipity. But you know what we call it? We call it a destiny encounter where you could not and should not be doing anything else but hearing what the God of the universe has to speak to you. Let me just start by telling you a little bit about myself. I got a a story that I wanted to start with while you get your Bibles ready and we're gonna study the scriptures deep today. But I just wanna tell you, one of the biggest questions I've been getting recently is, why do some people in your family call you Doolittle? And that question is like, (laughs) A funny, there's a funny answer to that question, and it sort of plagued me for years, but uh, my family calls me Doolittle. And the story is, when my mother brought me home, and uh, she pulled up on that gravel road into the trailer park that we lived in, and she had me in my, uh, you know, car seat, she basically showed me to the family, and the very first thing my grandmother did was say, we're gonna call him Doolittle. We're not gonna call him Mike. We're not gonna call him Michael. We're gonna call him Doolittle. Now, chances are you're not a hillbilly if you're watching this right now and have no idea. You're probably thinking Dr. Doolittle. Well, you're completely wrong. It has nothing to do with Dr. Doolittle. So my mother, back in the day, looked a lot like a famous country singer, and her name was Loretta Lynn. And uh, Loretta Lynn had a husband named Doolittle. 
And the thing about Doolittle was they, you know, Loretta and Doolittle were like inseparable. And if you know anything about, you probably don't even know. I don't, I don't know how many hillbillies I have watching. Uh, my family's from West Virginia. So I'm a high class hillbilly, okay? My, my grandmother used to say, we're not hillbillies, we're mountaineers. And I'm like, no, we're hillbillies, grandma. Um, but the thing is, she decided that my name was gonna be Doolittle. So when she made that decision, because, you know, it was kind of a joke. My mom used to wear a cowboy hat. I just want you to kind of like get a reference for what I'm saying. We're in a trailer park. <laughs> My mom is wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy, and cowboy boots. My mom plays the piano, but her style of playing is honky-tonk. You don't even know, y'all don't even know. Do you know how to play honky-tonk? Okay, honky-tonk. This is, and, and they, there was not even a real road in the trailer park that I was raised in. It was a gravel road. And my grandmother looks, and my grandmother's from West Virginia, and says, his name's gonna be Doolittle. We're gonna call him Doolittle. And I'm telling you, everybody called me Doolittle from then on, everyone. I mean, it was like, to, and this is hilarious to think about now. Even when I was in school, I introduced myself as Doolittle. They took the role, is Mike Signorelli here? Michael Signorelli, whatever, I raised my hand. But I would tell my friends, my name's Doolittle. And then some of them called me Do for short. So my whole life, matter of fact, when my second, it's my sister who's the second out of five, because there's five of us. When she got older, she literally was a teenager. And somebody called me Michael and, they, and they, she was like, his name's not Michael, it's Doolittle. Like there was even a debate over what my legal name was. That's how hillbilly the church is realizing, like I just surrendered my life to serve at a church with somebody that backwoods. <laughs> like it, this is the debate in my hill. His name is not Doolittle or not Michael, it's Doolittle. And I'm like, no, it's, it's, but here's the thing. If you knew my dad and his story and my grandmother did, there was so much shame around that story and my dad was not a good guy that she was like, the fact that he's named after his dad because I'm a junior. So Mike Signorelli Jr. And she was like, there's something that is so unacceptable about that legacy that we've got to give him a nickname and do whatever we can to get people to call him Doolittle. And so the thing that I want to talk to you about today is there's a difference between replacing and redeeming. There's a difference between, you're going to get this word today. You're going to get free. There is a difference between replacing and redeeming. See, what my grandmother couldn't understand is that my name didn't need to be replaced. It needed to be redeemed. Come on, somebody. It, my name didn't need to be replaced. It needed to be redeemed. And see, there was something that God, see, God was like, listen, I didn't make a mistake. And, and when I named him Mike, and I, there, there was a redemption moment that was gonna happen with that name. And so replacement wasn't necessary. It's redeeming. Somebody's watching right now and you're thinking, if I could just replace these things in my life. And God's like, no, 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 you don't understand how good my grace is. I'm not looking to replace, I'm looking to redeem. If I could just replace my spouse, I could have a better marriage. No, 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 he's gonna redeem your marriage. Come on, somebody, come on. And so when we talk about identity, see, I'm trying not to get fired up because I'm like, I'm gonna scare somebody watching right now. But see, my name was Doolittle. The funny thing is, if you know anything about how choleric I am, I do a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> so Doolittle is like not accurate and uh and I had to tell you I come from a hillbilly family because I worked really hard not to sound like them. 
And so, you know, why do I say this? Because there is a war over your identity. There's a war over your identity. And I'm speaking into that today. And because see, as I speak into this situation about your identity, like you have, you have nicknames that you give yourself. You have nicknames that other people have given you. But guess what? The nicknames still never replace your legal name. If you are in Christ, you have a legal name. And you can give yourself a nickname. You can call, well, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I'm poor. That's a nickname. But your legal name is different than your nickname. See, I was walking around. Everybody was calling me Doolittle. Oh, Doolittle. Do, Doolittle, Doolittle, Doolittle. To the point where I didn't even respond to Mike. I would have to do a double take. People thought that I was deaf because they'd be like, Mike, Mike. And because I didn't hear Doolittle, I didn't even respond to it. What, maybe you're responding to a nickname and not your legal name, even though God keeps shouting it to you right now. Mm-hmm. Come on. Maybe God keeps shouting you're blessed, but you, you've nicknamed yourself poor. Come, come on, somebody. Maybe you nicknamed yourself depressed, but God, when he speaks over you, he's singing songs of joy. What are you calling yourself that is different than your legal name? Because when you got adopted by Jesus Christ, you accepted legally his name. Even though your friends and your family and everybody else might be calling you something else, Today, you're gonna learn your real name. (laughs) Come on, you're gonna learn your real name. I hope you got a pen, a piece of paper, take notes. I'm gonna tell you your legal name. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm just gonna start with the first one. God calls you a saint, even if you keep condemning yourself and feeling like a sinner. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, therefore there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. He's calling you a saint. You know, what, you know what's powerful about a name is you eventually start acting like that which you are called. You know, famous psychological studies have been done to show that when you give people a position, when you give people a title, when you give people a name, they will act accordingly. There's just something so wrong about getting into a fist fight in, on Disney property. <laughs> There's just certain things that that you know that's just not right. Why? Because the culture of Disney is so strong that, that even the most hood rat hillbilly from the south side of the kingdom barely saved Christian knows you don't fight in Disney property because the culture is strong. And see, guess what? There's a culture around the true name that Jesus gave you and the culture is strong. And see, there's some things that in your life, your friends and your family are trying to violate the culture of heaven around you, but they can't violate the culture of heaven inside of you. And the culture of heaven inside of you is kicking back against those false names and those nicknames and those, and those things that were put on you. So number one, you're called a saint. You are called to say, I want to read you what Ephesians chapter two, verse 19 says. Now, therefore, you are no longer, you are no longer, what, how else can you interpret that? You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. Paul, Paul, I mean, don't, don't revere Paul as greater than you. You're a fellow citizen with Paul. You're a saint like him too. I mean, who do you think, like, I'm, I'm not like this person in scripture. No, you have the same God inside of you and you're a fellow citizen. But see, when you live a life where you constantly lower yourself 
and you get you walk into a room and your self-esteem is so low that you tell yourself like, well, I'm, I'm not like them, or I sinned. Listen, just because you sin differently than the person who has the preaching mic right now doesn't mean that he's not calling you a saint because he'll speak it into existence over your life. It says, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, and you are the household of God. Let me give you another one, because that voice of condemnation is so thick in your ears that I've got to break through it right now. Colossians chapter one, verse 11 through 13. Being strengthened with all power, doesn't say a little bit, come on, with all power, according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. All power, every bit of power. Oh, but you don't understand, Pastor Mike, my addiction is worse than, no, no, no. You don't understand, Pastor Mike, the struggle I have in my mind is, is, is worse. No, it doesn't say that he gives you a little bit of his power to get some of the job done. It says that he released all power to get all the job done. There's nothing that you're struggling with that can change your legal name as a saint. There's no toxic thinking that can override your true identity. Come on, somebody. Let me give you more. Romans chapter eight, verse 27. Love the Lord, all you saints. The Lord preserves the faithful. See, it's funny because it's got an exclamation mark on it. It says, love the Lord, all you saints. But you could be hearing saint, but not responding to that term because you call yourself a sinner. Let me just say it a little bit louder. All around the world, under the sound of my voice, through every television, every iPad, every iPhone, and even the droids, all you saints, saints. See, if Satan allowed you to get access to the fullness of what I'm trying to preach right now, you'd start fighting like a saint. You'd start exercising the weapons of your warfare like a saint. And so he, come on, he wants you to do whatever you can to keep believing the lie that you're believing because the truth will set you free. Free to what? Free to fight like a saint. The weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the what? Pulling down of strongholds. Here's another one, number two. This is just your legal name. Here's your middle name, you're blessed. Now I know we made a hashtag out of it, Christian community. Thanks for messing it up. Hashtag blessed. But listen, you are blessed. You are blessed. You know, I have a 13-year-old daughter and I'm teaching her already with her finances how to honor God. So basically, in Judaism, there a lot of families do the five jars. So it's like when you get your finances, it's like I'm gonna give to investments, I'm gonna give to tithe, I'm gonna give to offering, that's three. Then I'm going to spend money because I don't even know we got bills to pay. And then we're gonna save money. How many jars do you have in your life? Some of you have one jar, spend. But there's five jars in wise stewardship. And so I'm teaching my daughter. You know, there were times early on in V1 Church where we all of our offering, when I would look at the deposit, would always be an even number. And every once in a while, it would be an odd number. There would be change. And guess what? I would go back to my daughter and my daughter would have tithed the change off of the money that I gave her cash. I'm like, Bella, you are winning so much at life right now, you have no idea. But the reason why I say you're blessed is because if you don't believe you're blessed, you'll spend your money like you're not blessed. If you don't believe you're blessed, 
you will automatically close the door that God's trying to open. Let me read something to you. Proverb or um, Psalm chapter one, verse one through 13. It says, blessed is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord. If the Lord says, this is how I should do my finances, this is how I'm gonna do it. If the law says, this is how I should live my life, this is how I should govern my sexuality. If the law of the Lord says, this is how I should have safe relationships, I'm not gonna gossip or talk about, I'm gonna follow the law of the Lord. And the Bible says, because of that, you are blessed. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight says this. And God is able, God is able God is able, I'm just gonna stop right there. That, that's a whole sermon, God is able. And so often we have our excuses about why it can't work out. Well, it's different for me. Things never work out for me. It's different where I live. Everybody told me it's different in New York, Pastor Mike. Well, guess what? The favor that I have on my life is different too. Favor ain't fair. If they've got an unfair advantage, I've got an unfair favor on my life. I've seen God give me apartments, open up doors for my family. People bless us with cars. Favor ain't fair either. People talk about, oh, life's just not fair. Well, favor is not fair. You are blessed, that's your name. But see, sometimes you'll only turn around and respond to the nickname of the curse when God keeps shouting the legal name of the covenant. Come on, I wish you would get that word. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight. And God is able to bless you abundantly, abundantly. Now, too many Christians, especially here on the island, oh, we're not about the prosperity gospel. Well, are you about the poverty gospel? Because when I read scripture, it says, he will bless you abundantly. Why? So that we can hoard it up? No, so that this church and your life can be a conduit for the blessing of the nations. We're like, oh, that, that politician couldn't solve the problem? Well, guess what? The generosity of V1 Church just did it. We didn't wait for you to do it because we're blessed abundantly to be a blessing. And we know who we are. We're confident in that. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 says this, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. We are children of God. Come on. I want to tell you this. In a world that desperately thinks that social media is going to fix this problem, the Bible says, this is one of your names, you are heard. You are heard. You think going viral is the way to get heard? You're talking to the wrong audience. If you will put the direction of your affections to the God of the universe, you'll know you're heard, and then you can truly be healed because you are truly heard. You are heard. This is what the world, somebody hear my pain. Somebody hear my plight. Somebody know and understand my anxiety. But if you keep waiting for man to hear you, you're always gonna feel unheard no matter how many times you go viral. But if you know that you're heard by the God of the universe, to be heard by him allows you to be silent among them. You're heard, Jeremiah 29, chapter, chapter 29, verse 12 says this, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and you will find me. People are like, oh man, I just, I tried to pray. I didn't feel anything. No, no, I didn't say pray. I said, seek, seek. Stop praying the way that you think that God wants to hear your prayers and start seeking him. 
God's not into pretty prayers. He's into honest ones. I, you will find me when you seek me. You know what it looks like to seek? Just to say, God, I'm here. This is who I am. This is my situation. This is what I'm going through. And it says this, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to hear their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. I want to give you one more name. I want you to hear this. This is a name that he calls you. This is your legal name. I know you got nicknames that you call yourself. I know you try to laugh about the nicknames. I know you try to, oh, yeah, it's, it's a thing. They all call me poor. They all call me lonely. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. They all call me depressed. Oh, they all call me anxiety. I know that you've got your, you try to make your nickname your pet, but I'm here to break through that. You have a name. It's this, Victorious. You are victorious. You are. Wait, no, no, no. Not you will be. I want you to hear it. Not you will be. You are victorious. You are victorious. That is your name. And you're not responding to it because you've been nicknamed defeated. But God is calling you victorious. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. For everyone, everyone, everyone. I wish you would shout in your house, that's me. That's me. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's bring this music down for a second because I, I got to make sure that they get this. I want to read it again because, because you're listening too much to Christian culture, not listening to the Bible. Let me just say this. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Now, let me just say this. It doesn't say... Everyone who does the Bible reading app plan daily religiously and never misses a day and says their prayers on the right time and never cusses their wife out and pays all their bills on time and tithes 10%, all of those people, they overcome. It says everyone, I, I want you to get that because I said this before, but John 3, 16 is the most quoted scripture and the least believed. For God so loved the world, but nobody ever includes themselves. Everyone overcomes, except for me. I'm the guy who just slides through. I'm the guy who they just, I don't even know why they even let me come. No, no, no. You've got a legal name and your legal name is victorious. I wanna just back up with the last few minutes and give you the basics of the Bible because sometimes the healthiest thing you can do is go back to the basics. The basics are this. This is the new covenant that we have. A perfect, sinless, blameless lamb was slain, murdered for our sins. And then as that blood was spilled, it became a perfect sacrifice that enabled you and you and you and every single one of you watching online to become the very inhabitation of the God who made the cosmos. So what are you worried about? So what are you worried about now? <laughs> the God that spoke and universes were made inside of you. Why don't you use your words to speak and declare a thing and let it be established unto you? 
the God that breathed into sand, dust, and dirt, and it became animated as a, as a living man. And the only relationship they could have is on the outside. I wonder what God's thinking. The only way I know is I could talk to him. The only way I can know is I walk with him. But then the new covenant, this is just the basics. I, I want this to help you is now that God is inside of you and you'll never have to wonder what he's thinking because you can yield your mind to his mind and receive the mind of Jesus Christ. What are you worried about? Tell me again what you're worried about. The God that breathes worlds into existence, you don't even have to go anywhere to see him. He's inside of you. All you've got to do is yield. All you got to do is yield. See, what happens is my legal name is Michael Signorelli Jr. If I go to an airport and I say, you don't understand, my name is Doolittle. Everybody's always called me Doolittle. That's my name. My mom calls me that. My sisters, all my schoolmates, everybody. They're like, we're not gonna let you on this plane until you acknowledge that you are Mike Signorelli Jr. because that's legally what this document shows. And see, it takes somebody, a government official, to actually say, I am going to hold the standard of what's legal. And then if you will acknowledge it, I'll give you access and you'll take flight. You wanna go V1? See, right now, I am a government official. I work for the kingdom of heaven. I am a kingdom representative right here on earth. And I'm saying, I don't care what you call yourself. I don't care what everybody else has called you. I know your legal name. You are blessed and highly favored. You are gifted and you are heard. And I am calling you by your legal name. And if you will say, yes, that's my name, then you'll get access to take flight today and get to the destination of your destiny. Will you only say yes to what he calls you? Will you only say yes to what he says your name is? Will you say it? Come on, will you say yes? Woo. Listen, I wanna pray over you right now. I believe that somebody is breaking through right now in such a powerful way. I just wanna pray over you every household right now. We just release sovereign God to begin to move through every hallway, every, come on, every living room, every bedroom, right now, sovereign God, every bathroom, I don't care where you are, Holy Spirit, break out in every space, every hospital, every college dormitory, God, around the world, Lord, just begin to move in a powerful way. Release identity over your people. Woo, come on, I'm smiling right now because the Lord just showed me somebody's crying, but God is releasing identity to you like never before. You're literally saying, yes, yes, God, I choose to believe it. All the evidence looks different. My bank account doesn't look like my legal name, but come on, I'm believing by faith that it's gonna align. My marriage doesn't look like my legal name. There's not an alignment. But see, faith is the evidence of things hoped for and the substance of things not seen. You're operating in faith right now. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for every single person operating in faith who's believing to receive their true name from you, God, who's believing that they are who you said they are. I thank you, Father, that today they leave this broadcast free and whom the sun set free is free in 
deed. Come on, can you just say amen if you receive it in your home? Come on, just say amen if you receive it. Well, come on, I just wanna give you a blessing for this week. May you step into every work environment in the fullness of the name that you bear. May you walk into every single environment of your home in the fullness of who you are. May you walk into university settings, college settings. May you walk into the grocery store. May every step that you take this week terrify the devil and cause a celebration in heaven. And all God's people said, amen, amen, amen. I'll see you guys this week. I know that message wrecked you just as much as it wrecked me. Check us out at v1.church for more information on joining a connect group and to make sure this message reaches the world through your financial support. See you next week.